interviews from some of today's best country artists. Welcome to This Country Life. Here's your host, Ryan. Welcome to another episode of This Country Life Podcast. I'm Ryan, and uh, here in studio with me is Kira Isabella. Hello. Hi, hello. Okay, so um, <clears throat> let's start here, because we'll talk about music in a little bit. Uh, go on your Instagram, and I'd say the last month, you've been posting a lot of stuff with modeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so is that kind of like a little side thing that you've been doing? I mean, you know, I think especially with Instagram and, you know, social media these days, everyone has so much new content all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I really like to work with new photographers, new, um, you know, just new, uh, I, I like to get new content up as much as I can. So yeah. it's fun to always do shoots like that and, you know, um, try on different clothes. And um, with the new music, I've also been, you know, looking for some new photos, new promo photos. So I took like a thousand and <laughs> had to, you know, pick some from there, which was difficult, but I think we've got some good ones. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, I, I noticed just the other day, I think it was on your Facebook. I know it was on your Instagram as well, but mm -hmm. you... Uh, you posted a picture, rather beautiful picture, uh, you. and you had the lyrics to "Female" from Keith Urban, mm -hmm. right? Fantastic track. Um, it is. I love that. Song. I want. I want to bring this up, and the only reason why I want to bring this up is because it's been kind of annoying me. It irks me a little bit from time to time. But females in country music is is a conversation that needs to be had, yeah. right? And I find it that they don't get enough recognition from time to time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so, what is it like for you to be a female in country music? We're obviously and unfortunately, it is a male-dominant music genre. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a reason <laughs> you're feeling that. Yeah. Um, it's definitely uh, something that is, you know, uh, a problem now, I think. But now more than ever, it's also kind of changing and I think it's it's a really cool time to be a female in the industry mm -hmm. um, and I've been spending lots of time in Nashville lately as well and you know even the energy down there like you know songs like female Keith Urban um, people are writing music like that and it's okay and um, I think it's a very cool thing in country music and you know um, I've gotten the opportunity to to sing some pretty cool music um, that's going to be on my upcoming EP, and there's some pretty powerful females on there, like um, Maren Morris and Daniel Bradbury as as writers. Okay. And, you know, as a writer, it's very, very cool to see um, females in country music. You see their names popping up more as writers and everything. So I think it, it you know, more than anything, it, it's a very cool time to be a female artist now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, do you, do you find, like, okay, so female artists, and the one thing is that a lot of people have... Uh, have a misconception when it comes to uh, artist, when it comes to music at least, right? Yeah. Because artistry can come from performing the actual music versus writing the music and stuff like that. That's a combination, it's a little bit of both, right? Yeah. For yourself, where do you, where do you see yourself more as, a writer or a performer? I mean, I have definitely always seen myself more as a vocalist, as a performer. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I've taken singing lessons since I was six years old you know six to 18 I had the same teacher in Ottawa mm -hmm. and I take lessons whenever I can now I think it's it's very important and I think we were talking a little bit before we started recording about um, how I feel like I'm still growing and learning so much as a vocalist so yes, yeah. you know it's two it's literally two you know careers like uh, being a writer and being being a singer so mm. you know when it comes down to it I I, I love singing and I know that's where, you know, my strengths are, mm -hmm. but I love writing as well. And I have the opportunity to meet so many writers now and to write so much. So it's, it's very cool to also, um, you know, pursue that side of it and to have the chance to go down to Nashville to write. But I mean, I'm a, I'm a singer at heart. I'm a vocalist and um, I love country music and I've had the opportunity to, you know, sing other people's songs too, which I love. So 
Do you, um, when you're down in Nashville, do you record your own demos or do you have someone else uh, do them? <clears throat> I usually have someone else do them. Like I have all of the, the you know, gear and stuff, yeah. but I'm learning. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean learning? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, like Pro Tools and oh, stuff okay. like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's all very, very new for me. So yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to actually recording my vocals, I always have somebody come in, but it's something that I really am interested in. And like I said, I have all of the gear. I've just got to take the time to learn how to use it all. It's like, it's a learning curve, like you said, it's right? Yeah, such yeah. a learning curve. And you know, um, in the in the past couple of months, I've really been focusing on the vocals. I've, I've been in the studio finishing this EP. So, uh, and I've, I've been working with a new producer who, it's been really cool working with him because I've kind of never gotten the chance to work with anybody new. And I think he's sort of coached a different side out of my voice. Um, yeah. So I've really been focusing on vocals, but you know, um, after this summer, I think will be time. I'll have you know a little bit of time to really, really take on that learning curve mm -hmm. about you know the the technical side of things. Was it a little hesitation when going to a new producer? I was excited. I was more excited yeah. than anything. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, his name's Sam Ellis. He's actually Canadian, but he's been in Nashville for years and years Which now. I think everybody that is in country music needs to be going down to Nashville, Pretty much. right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's funny. I actually met Sam Ellis. Um, he was playing guitar for Hunter Hayes when I was opening for Carrie Underwood. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, and he's actually from here. He's actually from Kitchener. Oh, my gosh. Which is friggin' cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's it was really, really amazing to work with him. I, I you know, no hesitation because he's just a really chill person. And mm -hmm. um, I definitely, I think, you know, you get self-conscious and maybe nervous in your own ability mm -hmm. sometimes, which everybody does that, but... Um, I think he helped me to feel better about that. And, you know, that goes away after a couple hours in the studio. So, yeah, of course, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, Kira Isabella is here, a brand new episode of This Country Life podcast. Uh, I'm going to play this real quick because this came out in February, right? So, yes. this is an awesome song. First of all, it's called I Don't Want to Know back in February. And you mentioned. You mentioned how your producer has changed your voice, worked on your vocals just a little bit, right? And you can definitely hear it out of here. But what I want to know, first of all, do you need a hug? <laughs> I'm serious. Oh my God, you're totally not the only person to say that after hearing this song, I um, <laughs> Because I sat, and the one thing is, is that it's very rare that I sit down and close my eyes and listen to a song. Uh -huh. And halfway through the song, I close my eyes a little bit. I'm just like, damn, like I feel your pain. Thank you. Now, where were you when you wrote this? Thank you so much. So this I actually did with a different producer. Um, okay. Like I said, I've kind of taken the past year to really, you know, write and just kind of work with different people. And um, I wrote this one with uh, Emma Lee, who is actually a writer on I'm So Over Getting Over You, yeah, my other okay. single. Yeah, yeah. And Karen Kazowski, who is fantastic. They're both, they both left me and they're gone to Nashville now as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, the day that we wrote this song was actually last year in November. Um, you know, I think you can probably hear it. I was just really heartbroken. Yeah. You yeah, know, and, yeah, yeah. and really just like hung up on somebody okay. who, who kind of just, you know, I mean, I, I say kind of live when I've done this song, like this is for anyone who feels like somebody who's has just thrown your heart away, mm -hmm. you know, and not cared about it at all. But I kind of walked into this session and they could tell I was upset. We'd been writing for a few days. It was like a three day thing. It was really cool. Yeah. And I just told them the story and they were like, girl, you need to write about that. And they actually had this idea kind of just with the melody. And we just started playing around with it and I don't want to know came to be and we actually recorded it uh, at Karen's house and I was like in the bathtub with her mic singing it in the bathroom. Oh wow, and, okay. Um, actually that that uh, version that we released, that's the demo. 
So that's when you were in the bathtub. Exactly, yeah. Why, we, why there? Um, it just sounded really cool, you know. The acoustics in the bathroom yeah. are always are always a little bit better. And yeah, yeah, of course. I, I sound great in the shower, but when I get out of it, <laughs> well, I, it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a real thing. She has a, you know, it was a really. She had a really really cool um, little studio apartment in Toronto. Um, like down near Queen West and you know one of those like really tiny spaces but she'd made it very very cool and and her own and yeah so the bathroom was kind of like it just sounded really good and um, we finished it that night and yeah when we were you know deciding when we were that we were going to release this we kind of asked ourselves do we need to go and record the vocal again and do a whole you know new version of it and I think maybe down the road we will but I really just loved the honesty and the emotion and I loved what Karen did with it so we just decided to put it out yeah and with the song itself like it's a heartbreaker 100% I mean <laughs> like you said you can feel the emotion in there yeah, right thank and you. I mean I'm not gonna ask about the story because a lot of times a lot of artists don't like to open up about the actual story behind the song right yeah I mean you know I, I think it's funny like I'm from Ottawa and you know, people there probably know who it's about, like my close friends and okay. stuff. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not Taylor Swift. I think more than anything, like I don't want to hurt that person or like embarrass them. Of course, of you know? course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the people who the, the people who need to know know, and mm-hmm. you know he knows, and that's Good. all that really matters yeah. to me. Guys are pigs, by the way. <laughs> um, not all of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you sit down? Because uh, you were feeling a little heartbroken when you were doing this right. Mm-hmm. And you did it for three days. And how do you sit down and say to yourself, like, I'm going to break some hearts. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm don't, i not going to get myself out of a funk. I'm mm-hmm. not going to create, like, a happy-go-lucky song. I'm going to break some hearts. Like, how do you go from, you know, let's make this really good, sad song to, you know what, I'm ready to write a happy song now. Like, Where's the transition between? Yeah, how do you switch off? Well, I mean, I think, like I said, you know, I don't want to know it was like a whole day and night. I think I left there, you know, Karen's apartment at like 3 a.m. when we were finished. So I probably went home and, you know, but I think it's, it's like, it's therapeutic to write about something like that because I think even up until that point, you know, I kind of kept pushing it down and I hadn't really acknowledged it. And, you know, the way that I've always really dealt with things in my life has either been through you know, writing it down in some sort of like stream of consciousness or a poem or writing a song about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's sort of like getting it out in a way and, you know, putting it on paper. And there is that reassurance that, you know, this person, when they hear it, will probably, you know, finally hear how I feel. And that is kind of a little bit of closure as well. So, you know, it's it's a little bit easier to let it go maybe at that point and and want to write something happy and want to feel better again. Do you hope the the other person hears it, or do you? Would you send that? Like I just finished oh, the song, FYI. <laughs> here you go. You know, I think if it was like if it was like incredibly autobiographical, if it was if it was you know everybody is gonna know that this is about you, and I'm you know I'm warning you like fair warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to because I would be lying to myself of if course. I didn't put it out. Yeah. But uh, no, my gosh, I don't think I would ever send it. Like like I said, you know, music speaks for itself, and sometimes. Sometimes the greatest way to say something is to just say nothing at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. If you want to check it out, it's uh, Kira Isabella. I don't want to know. Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. Thank you. Uh, fantastic track. And uh, if you're sitting at home this weekend eating a pint of Ben & Jerry's, yep. that's the song you need. Drinking a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. B- bottle box. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kira Isabella is here. A brand new episode of This Country Life <clears throat> Podcast. Uh, I'm going to call you the She-Rock. And the only reason why I'm going to call you that is just because of the fact that Dwayne Johnson is one of my biggest inspirations. The guy, his work ethic, I wish I could match it, but I'm not even halfway there. Whereas you, uh, you know, you're modeling, you're, you got new music, you're creating new music, constantly Thanks. writing, you're moving. 
Thank you. Like, I am. Yeah. You're all you're in between <laughs> everything, and you're constantly visiting all these radio stations. So I mean, it's it's, it's really big, it's, is it a lot? Does at some point you're like, hold up, need a coffee break. I'm drinking coffee all day. Yeah, yeah. Coffee pee, coffee pee. It's you know, it's yeah. 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 But um, no, I think. Uh, I you know I, ha- I I haven't really put anything out since that's when you know with Chris Buck and mm-hmm. I did take a couple of months to kind of you know like I said really just write about what I wanted to write about and just mm-hmm. be very honest and not really worry about you know um, what the outcome was just kind of just put it out there and mm-hmm. so that that was enough time for me and I'm just the kind of person I, I love to be busy I like that good pressure and um, when I'm playing live music, that's when I'm happiest. And so that keeps you pretty busy, but I've gotten used to it. I've been doing this for a little while now. So. Yeah, 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 just a little while. I was yeah. mentioning um, you were at a little tiny stage, well, not a little tiny, a little club, a yeah. little uh, country club. Uh, and the first time I saw you was when you played quarterback. And I, I don't want to sound like a dad, but you've grown up so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like, Thank you. you. I appreciate you saying that. Like, I feel like... Um, you know, having the opportunity to sing a song like that and connect with people that have been through, you know, subject matter that that song touches on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just realized truly like the platform that I have, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how many people that I can touch with music. So that does help you to grow up a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Kira Isabella is here. She's got a brand new music. We're going to talk about that in just a moment here. Uh, it wasn't last year. It was the year before you were here in Kitchener for CMT Fest. Right? Yeah. And it's so funny that uh, you are here now because last week, I don't know if you remember this, uh, I ended up dragging over a guy that had six signs. Oh my gosh. Is it Rob? Yeah. <laughs> hey Rob. smokes. Hey Rob McLean. Yeah, I think that was his last name. I'm, I don't know what it was, but like. I distinctly remember him. We have a picture together. Yeah, he's gonna, six he's signs. He's going to freak out. Six signs. Hey Rob. <laughs> like I, I, I've never seen somebody like I've seen somebody bring signs to a concert and be like oh Luke Bryan I love you <laughs> one six signs like oh my god that so, means the world to me and you guys made sure that I met him well yeah because I was walking yep. on the park because I believe it was uh, Wendy who was on the middays with us she was uh, talking to you she was doing a little interview down uh, near a little tent there and I was walking <laughs> around and I'm like oh Washboard Union's on stage I'm gonna go check him out and I was watching them and this guy's standing there with and the reason why I recognize him because he had the shortest shorts yeah right He's got these long, like I'm six foot, and his hair is like like shoulder length, dark yeah. hair, and he has a big beard. Yeah, exactly. So I like I'm six foot six. I don't wear short shorts. I can't pull that off because I got long, lanky legs. Right? Look, I honestly look like a daddy long leg or whatever. And he had those legs. It was weird. So he's got these cut off shorts. His pockets are flaring out and everything. Very hard to miss. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I noticed this guy just by his shorts. Kind of weird, but I noticed his signs too. Six signs that had everything, all of her lyrics. They were really like that. I feel bad because I can't think of one right now on the spot but they were all very clever and they were all like Kira Isabella lyrics yeah. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah that had like his name slyly inserted and stuff it was really good <laughs> that morning he went he got construction paper yeah. or billboards or whatever uh, so from sweet. dollar store and highlighters it and means he was, the world to me yeah so I saw him last week <laughs> oh I, no yeah yeah and I'm like dude I'm like and he's like, yeah, yeah, thank you so much again. And I'm like, wow, I'm surprised you actually remember that. That's cool. Yeah, Totally. Oh, of course, because I, I, I'm all about social media. And like I added him on Snapchat and Instagram. And I have t- I have a bunch of fans. Like you feel, you know, at festivals like that. Yeah. I will always remember you. And anytime you reach out, I'll always answer because that, that means the world to me. And I mean, seeing signs like that when you're up on stage, it just, you know, it, it jacks you up so much. It's of the course. coolest thing ever. Yeah. Speaking of social media, <laughs> by the way, my gosh. Uh-huh. Um... Hmm. How how <laughs> difficult do you find it? 
from it's, time to time. It's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. I mean, I really love it. I enjoy it very much. And I think um, it's so cool to have that like instant, immediate connection with whomever. Mm -hmm. um, but it is really hard. I would be lying if I said, you know, I don't get self-conscious about, you know, before I post things. And, you know, people are people are pretty mean online sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of get the bite <laughs> For the back. most part, they're good, I swear. The good outweighs the bad, though. It really does. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, um, you know, <laughs> uh, have you had fake accounts made? <laughs> yeah, actually. I mean, you know, nowhere, nowhere near it being like a huge issue or anything. But like a couple of months ago or maybe a month ago, there was this fake account that was asking people for money. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you want to use my name and steal a couple of my pictures and stuff, but yeah. don't ask people for money that seems like a, a, a you know pandemic right now like what's going on with the country yeah, music? i've Why noticed artists, a couple of yeah. people dealing with it yeah like jason mccoy and madeline Rillo have posted about it recently like i don't i don't know i don't know what the deal is but <laughs> like it's funny how like you get like all these artists following you like the other day uh, a friend of mine sent me a screen grab he's like dude brett eldridge just followed me but it was spelled You're with two like, l's and I'm like, well, no, that's kind of like Lindsay L and Brett Eldridge kind of like in one. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like if no there blue check isn't, mark. I was just going to say, yeah. if there isn't a blue check mark, then it's not the person. Exactly. Unfortunately, exactly. you know. <laughs> Kira Isabella is here. Uh, brand new episode of this Country Life podcast. She's going to be here live in studio next week. Facebook Live with Camel yeah, PJ. I'm excited. De debuting her brand new song. Ooh, ooh. Okay, let's let's talk about this song. Yeah, okay. please. Uh, first of all, I saw the picture. It's a little uh, yeah. this, this single shot. Uh, real, a lot of sass factor into it, but because you got your hands on your hips and everything <laughs> like that. But the song is called Little Girl. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about that song because it's your debut single. Yes. Off of this EP that you got coming up. Why choose that song? You know, it's funny. Um, so I've been working on this EP for a couple of months now, a few months. Um, and... I, we had it all figured out, me and my, you know, my current team that I'm working with. We had like our first single picked out, second and third, um, and we had a plan and I was really excited about it, of course. And then Little Girl came to be. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of came our way and it's actually written by Sam Ellis, who is my producer okay. um, of, of this EP that I'm working on and Tebe. Oh, great. I yeah. love this Yes. My gosh. He's such an amazing writer. Absolutely. <clears throat> and... Um, it's funny because when we heard this song, we just knew that the whole plan had to change <laughs> and we had to make that one the first single. And, um, you know, it's funny you say you got to see me perform quarterback and yeah. I am so grateful that I got to do that song. And like I said, you know, I realized the platform that I had when I got to do that song and yeah. realized how many people connected to it and wanted to tell me their story and share their story. And I just feel like little girl came at the, perfect time um you know for now um i think it's very relatable to to not even just girls but to everybody now yeah um and to me you know what i've been going through in the past couple of years i think um it's pretty cool i wish somebody had uh lyrics like this um when i was about eight years old and one of my you know favorite things i like to say about this is i was doing my vocal with sam in the studio and i asked him like what were you guys talking about when you wrote this song what was the day like what you know what, how did the idea come to be mm. and um Sam basically said Tebe wanted to write this like he was talking to his daughter because he has a really oh, wow. young daughter yeah, named yeah, Elle. Yeah. And that gave me goosebumps because, you know, just every every word in it is so... Um, I can just... I can see a, a father speaking, being, you know, being very, very happy to speak all these words to, to a young daughter. And um, it's very empowering. It's not angry. And I just fell in love with it. It's it's fun to sing. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty perfect for, for me and for right now. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. <laughs> Thanks. So everything just flipped the script. Like you had Pretty this much. plan and then little girl came along and you're just like, no, nah, this is it. It's funny how that happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, push, push everything back, push all of the releases back and everything. But um, I've, I've, I decided this year that I wanted to take my time and really be um, sure of what I wanted to say when I put it out. And mm-hmm. I'm very proud of this and I'm excited about it. April 6th. April 6th. Next week. My goodness. You're, <laughs> you're counting down the days, aren't you? Oh my gosh, it's real now. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And sharing that, that picture that I took is, is going to be good. The single art, it was fun to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, Kirsten, thank you so much for joining us here. Thanks on for this having Country me. Podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. I